Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! Boom! Right. Your mic goes so hot when you do that, it just like cuts out. Stop. I'm trying Stop. to pro this thing up. Well, Craig, here. who do we have today? Oh, well, I'll tell you who we have. We've got Cassidy. Oh, uh, the notes. Cassidy. Our belly. That's right. I didn't want to say Is it wrong. Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. I know. I oh. We all. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it's our belly. Cool. Our belly. No? Yeah. I love that. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's break some ice. Let's, let's break, break some ice. Break some ice. Let's, We've got an insurance dudette so here. We've got an insurance student. We're going to run some speed breakers. Some speed breakers. Speed breakers. I asked just before we started if we should do speed breakers, and she said she practiced. So let's see if she knows the questions that are the new ones because she couldn't have practiced oh, those, Mr. Jason. <laughs> I listen to the podcast, so I feel like everyone who guys asked them, like I'm already answering them mentally, right? So, And like, now you're on that's it. That's technically the practice, right? All right, let's go. Let's see, let's Do you see. listen to it because you hit that subscribe button? Yeah, of course. Okay, here we go. Well, everybody else should hit the subscribe button. They should smash that subscribe button, right? That's what all the kids are saying. All right, or here we go. bonk it, yeah. Bonk it or like just it. touch it nicely. You don't want to crack your screen. Here we go. Cassidy, have you ever had a mullet? No. It would really be good if you rocked a mullet. And I'm thinking the ones with the little lines in the side, like Florida style. Yeah. I actually saw somebody with a mullet like a couple days ago and it was braided in the back. It was, I don't know. I can't even describe the way it was because it's hard to imagine well, like I saw a gentleman with a man purse on last night, and I thought it was fascinating. I took a picture of him. Or the pouches. Like, it, I'll wear a pouch, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I have, the bucket hats are coming back, too. I don't know if you've noticed that. That's Bucket? Weird. I don't even know what a bucket hat is. Like a Gilligan's Island bucket hat. Oh. Like, you know? Well, yeah. The, yeah. They were out of? Okay. Been wearing those all the time. They were in the 90s band. Jack. the singer. <laughs> Hey, we're you're right. getting off Jack or Jim or so Jack awesome. or Jim. Jack or Jim, neither. Neither, yeah. But I, we don't I neither like of us Don drink. Oh, <laughs> Don Julio. I used to uh, be a big fan of tequila, perhaps too much. Yeah. Most embarrassing thing your mom ever caught you doing. This one's better for the guys, but we'll see. Honestly, this one I like really had to rack my brain and I don't know. Sneaking out the window probably in the middle of the night was pretty embarrassing. So I would get grounded in high school. I would get grounded and then I would sneak out the window because that was my solution to not being able to go out. And then they nailed the window shut. Oh, my God. Oh, Actually, wow. it wasn't sneaking out the window. I'm sorry. I got caught sneaking back in the window. At like oh, that happened. Oh. That That's happened to me. Was. I'm like, wait a second. And I yeah. just remember my mom screaming like, she's here. And I was like, oh, oh. you're like, uh, I should just leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, go back out the window. Out the and window. You, you're in much worse shape when you come back in the window than you are when you go oh, out yeah. the window. For so sure. it's like you're, right. you're caught. Out. There's no, I fell out. Okay. Ever jumped out of an airplane? No. No. Oh, best dinosaur. Oh God! I don't know. <laughs> I love that question. <laughs> like, do I? I don't even know any more than like Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like that. Well, that's it. That's the correct response. <laughs> Although there is no wrong answer. How many kids Three. have you made cry? Please wait for the entire question. All of them. Several. Times All of them. <laughs> Good. Here we are. Count Chocula or Count Dracula? Count Chocula. In 1985, Marty McFly went back in time. What year did he go back in time to? 
I don't know. I was just born. Oh. I've seen it. I don't know where he went back in time. 60-something, right? It was 60-something. Do you know, Jason? 55. Oh, it was 55. 55 is like, correct. It had been like early 50 or early 60s, late 50s. For, kind the, of. for the sake of speed, I'm going to skip oh, the yeah. bonus question because that one won't be known. What kind of car was Kit? Do you know who Kit is? No. Oh, God. This is Michael, bad. should I use the ejection seat? Trust me, it's more embarrassing that like Craig even asked the question than it is. That yes. You, that <laughs> How about this? It. Do you know what country or what country David Hasselhoff is huge in? Do you know who De- David Hasselhoff is? I do. Okay, come on, I'm not that young. <laughs> Baywatch, yes. But he was on another show yes. too. That like, right? Yes, Night Rider. Rider. That's, it, that's the one that had Kit. Oh, okay. Well, there Craig's you go. a huge fan. Craig's a huge fan. Big, He's got Hasselhoff time. underwear. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Final question. Final question. No. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Tacos or burritos? Right. Tacos. Trump or Biden? Neither. Neither. And nope. since it wasn't in this group of questions, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven? Probably about 215. I got really lucky. What? Yeah, I got to test drive a bunch of cars on a racetrack out here. Wait, you and drove 215? Yeah, it was so cool. Like I miles per I hour or kilometers? No, on miles. Like I was invited, and I didn't know I was going to be doing this. And so I was in like this dress and heels, and we test drove a bunch of BMWs on a racetrack out here. It was so fun, so awesome. Where do you live? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Oh, well, we okay. have the Motor Speedway that's here. Just but a, we did that's a just a speed limit order. there. Yeah, that is something like that. That's why our rates are so high. Two fifteen. Are you sure it was two fifteen? Yes, it was very, very fast. I'm telling you, that is very, very fast. And I was in you. That was the best part. You win. You won. (laughs) I wish that like I had recorded it somehow, so I had proof, but I don't. Unfortunately, we believe you. Two hundred in heels. We yeah, believe you. That's the title of this podcast, 200 in Heels. It is. That's Write that down. Podcast title. Oh, my gosh. Two, <laughs> I don't have any paper. Jason. Jesse, what was the first concert you ever went to, as young as you can remember? So I was actually 11 years old, and my mom is, like, the coolest, funkiest mom ever. Probably not someone who should have been a parent at the time, but she's the best. She's amazing. And she took me to a warp tour at the Hollywood bowl. And, uh, so it was like everyone from green day to, um, Oh, oh my God. There's so many, I can't even think right now, but like, it was the best day of my life. It was so awesome. Wow. So I love loved concerts. That is super cool. That is cool. Yeah. Super cool. So from green day to now, what got you mixed up in all kinds of stuff that brought you here? Yeah, I mean, that's a really loaded question. It's very broad. I I'm going broad. Into, I got recruited into the insurance business about a decade ago. And ever since then, I just like fell in love with the industry, which I never thought I would be. Like I always say, like when I was little, I did not play with my dolls trying to sell life insurance. Just not what... what? I didn't. Did you? I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> Maybe you did. I love right? playing with my dolls, having them sell life yeah. insurance. And <laughs> started in the captive world with State Farm and loved it. Loved the culture. Loved the people. Still some of my really, really good friends that I've made. And uh, about three and a half years ago, I would say, 
I moved into the independent side and um, I just like really love it. I love residual income. I love the game of selling policies, especially Ooh. big ones. I love seeing my team get financial security and stability in their life and the loyalty and the culture that we've built. So it's a lot of things that don't have anything to do with insurance, right? It's kind of business in general. I'm obsessed yeah. with business. Well, yeah. that's the fun part of it. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, but That's it's also the part that, that I think a lot of insurance agents also don't, like, look at or embrace or have as a focus or a priority. I think that there's a lot of people who get into this industry and they don't always run it like a business. They kind of just right. run it like a job, unfortunately, uh-huh. where we become glorified employees a bit. And I feel very lucky to have been able to then take the profit from the residual income and the agency growing and things to open a business almost every year since about five years ago. So we're up to five different ventures and businesses now. And if it wasn't for insurance and that stable income, I would never have been able to do what I've done in this amount of time. Okay. So I want to go from how did you get into your first state farm seat And then how did you progress from that position and then into every year opening a business? And what were they? I want to see that. I was going to ask. Yeah, absolutely. So year one, you kind of go in. God, I remember they had a nine month training program. Now it's a little bit less, but at the time it was nine months. And what's crazier is that right before I started the nine months training, I had have a baby in that amount of time. Yep. I found out I was pregnant and I remember oh, going to look at that. My, uh, yeah. you could have a baby in that amount of time to the director of like the territory and saying, listen, like, I don't know if you still want to hire me. Cause and of course, legally they can't say no, but I was like, I'm going to be popping out this baby right before I opened my doors. So needless to say, I still went through it. Still went through the training, flew back and forth and baby comes, we start business. And I barely knew how to put anybody on hold, like love state farm in so many ways, but like the training program did not set me up to be successful. Nine months. On day one. Yeah. Yeah. On day one, how old was your baby? Three weeks. Oh my yep. God. In the carrier. <laughs> and I'm like, rocking him and like, get him on the phone yeah pretty much yeah, that's like yeah. jason yeah that's what it was like 100 and my wow. team members will never forget i have team members with me since day one and they're like we don't ever forget like rocking the stroller and, and doing the thing and then since then i've had employees that showed up to work with their babies right so like it just became part of it was like our thing <laughs> like we always say don't drink the water here because you're just going to get someone pregnant but <laughs> that progression that kind of started with internet Uh leads like everybody else and you know kind of just doing what everyone else is doing because we had no idea what we were doing and luckily I had parents who were entrepreneurs I worked in my parents businesses growing up I had degrees in business psychology and different things like that and so I felt like I had some more background and some more skills and I was able to really bring in business foundations and I was tracking things and I was automating things like way back when and started processes right away and streamlined those. And so with that, I started noticing what was bringing us a return on investment, what was making us money, what activities we need to be doing to scale, how to get more out of each employee and team member than just trying to hire a bunch of people and wish and hope that they work out. And so with that, we started 
eliminating internet leads. We started going after commercial business. We were referral based only and it wasn't easy. It's not that it wasn't painful at first, but like I was really going for the health of a long-term business than just trying to do what the next trend was, than just trying to follow what everyone else was doing. I really woke up and was like, what do I want my business to do for me instead of me constantly working for this business to thrive and survive, right? Like, this is not why I started this. I wanted freedom. I wanted financial security. I wanted a business that's a franchise. It's supposed to be turnkey in a way, right? And I built that. And I think every year it was just about growing more and stopping to do the things that were not making us money and also the things that weren't bringing us joy. So eliminating some of the type of clientele we didn't want, focusing on what we did want, and the whole team was on board. I think that as a leader, you've really got to point to the horizon and be like, yo, you coming with me or not? Because this is where I'm going. And having that kind of culture and mentality really got the team to jump on board. And the ones that were not ended up leaving and the ones that were are still with me today. So that's um, the Jesse Pinkman leadership. Yo, you yeah. coming with me? Uh, sorry. <laughs> like get on the boat. Cause we're get leaving on. and this is where get we're on. going. Like either grab a paddle, start rowing. And so year five is where I think a lot of things turned around super comfortable and was ready to just do something else, do something add on to whatever I was already doing and really wanted to check that I had the formula of what I think business needs right. And so I went into another business venture and then another one and another one. And that's kind of where we're at here. I mean, this is like a really long story that I can make really dragged out. But what's been great is just understanding to the conversations I have a lot with people is like, insurance is not the end all be all doesn't have to be could be that's not a bad thing. But like you guys have podcasts now, like there's so many things that we can do. And it can be the thing that allows you to grow and, and do what you really love. Yep. And now I'm helping other female insurance agency owners get that too. And that's been like my dream forever. So. I love that. And let me boil down some of what you said, because I think it's really important. You came in not knowing how to put somebody on hold. And now you say the words of somebody who's pretty experienced in business. And it is interesting that many agents come in ill-equipped to run a business. They come in and it seems like depending on, and I mean, my, you know, I only have the experience of one carrier and then your story there and then other stories that we hear from carriers, they train you on their systems and processes, but on basically how to be an employee, right? How to run the thing, but not how to run a business. And they, a lot of them are like, well, we don't teach you that part of it. And I think that a lot of agents come in and then they just blammo agency ownership happens or not ownership agency operation happens, right? So you're stuck on the hamster wheel, just answering the phone, trying to do all this stuff that takes you away from the growth side of it. To be hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100,000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will, it's live and it will show you the process. 
the entire process mm. is super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content, right? Are you kidding me? We get to talk to them? Yeah, which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Greg, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it too. It's going to be well, awesome. And it's a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator, sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, All right.